Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about prematurity. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash prematurity or in the neonatology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Prematurity is defined as birth before 37 weeks gestation. Many successful and famous people were born prematurely, including Albert Einstein. The more premature the baby, the worse the outcomes. Attempting resuscitation in babies born under 500 grams or before 24 weeks gestation should be carefully considered, as the outcomes are likely to be very poor. The World Health Organization classifies prematurity as extremely preterm if the baby's under 28 weeks, very preterm at 28 to 32 weeks, and moderate to late preterm at 32 to 37 weeks. There's a few associations with being born prematurely, and these are social deprivation, smoking, alcohol, drug use, being overweight or underweight in pregnancy, maternal comorbidities, twin pregnancies, and personal or family history of prematurity. Let's talk about the management before birth of premature babies. There's a dramatic improvement in prognosis with each additional week of gestation, particularly in very premature babies. In women who have a history of preterm birth, or an ultrasound scan demonstrating a cervical length of 25 millimeters or less before 24 weeks gestation, are given two options to try and delay the birth. The first is prophylactic vaginal progesterone, and this involves putting a progesterone suppository in the vagina to discourage labor. The other is prophylactic cervical cerclage, which involves putting a suture into the cervix to hold it closed. Where preterm labour is suspected or confirmed, there are several options for improving the outcomes. The first is tocolysis with nifedipine. And nifedipine is a calcium channel blocker that suppresses labour. Maternal corticosteroids can be used, and these are offered before 35 weeks gestation and they reduce neonatal morbidity and mortality by speeding up the development of the fetal lungs. IV magnesium sulfate can be offered before 34 weeks gestation to protect the baby's brain. And delayed cord clamping or cord milking can increase the circulating volume of blood and the hemoglobin in the newborn baby. The effects of prematurity can be broken down into issues in early life and also long-term effects. Firstly, the issues in early life include respiratory distress syndrome due to the underdeveloped fetal lungs, hypothermia due to the large surface area to weight ratio, hypoglycemia with low blood sugar levels, poor feeding, apneas and bradycardias, neonatal jaundice, intraventricular hemorrhage, retinopathy of prematurity affecting the eyes, necrotizing enterocolitis affecting the bowel, and an immature immune system that makes them more vulnerable to infection. The long-term effects include chronic lung disease of prematurity, learning and behavioral difficulties, susceptibility to infections, particularly respiratory tract infections, 
hearing and visual impairment, and cerebral palsy. So thanks for listening to this episode on prematurity. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you want written notes, you can find them in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book available on Amazon. You can find full audio versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible. And you can find all the notes, videos, illustrations and questions on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode where we'll talk about apnea of prematurity.